2: Brian Baldinger. Take a bow, that's right. NFL analyst for the NFL Network in Fox Sports. Now I think for the first time, I feel like they got a real coach and a real quarterback. Odyssey NFL Insider. You're seeing the development of a real quarterback. While he's developing, he's entertaining as hell. I watched his quarterback play. I think there's a bright, bright future in Chicago. Host of Baldy's Breakdown. But Justin Fields keeps his eyes down the field. He makes a throw. Sometimes it's just a couple. That's all you need. You just hang. You just battle. You just hang in there. Brian Baldinger with Mully and Ha. Oh, this is awesome. On 670 the score.
1: Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. It's always a delight to talk to Brian Baldinger. He does a wonderful job. And of course, he's an Odyssey NFL Insider. Insider calls are presented by the Odyssey NFL Draft Show. You can join Brian. And Jason La Confora on the first night of the draft for an inside scoop on all the best draft prospects. It all starts Thursday, April 27th at 6 p.m. on the free Odyssey app. And Brian joins us now on the score hotline, which, of course, is brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book.
2: Brian, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. I'm doing great. I'm I'm like everybody else. I'm I'm chomping here uh, to get to next Thursday and to get this party started.
1: Yeah, it's a week away. Uh, everybody is super excited, and we're kind of, you know, we're we're looking at the draft in a different way as we're kind of zeroing in on what's going on. And I think part of that includes looking at the depth of different positions in the draft. So. You know, as much as everybody knows the Bears need a pass rush and they need an edge rusher and they need a three technique, they also, if, they, if they're if they going to chase after Mike McGlinchey in free agency and come up short, they also need an offensive uh, tackle. And if that is the case, they're going to have to move quick on that, right? That, those guys aren't going to last forever.
2: No, because I think it's a good group at the top. And so I think three or four guys could easily go um, at definitely in the top 20, but it it, it might even be, you know, the top 18 or 19 picks. I think there's going to be four that are going to go. So, um, yeah, I think you're probably going to have to move early if you, if that's what you covet. And that is a real strength at the top of this draft. And, you know, look, I mean, I, I, the, the bears can fill all the spots right now. They put Jenkins at right tackle, and Davis, and Patrick, and Whitehair, and, and Braxton, well, I think they like that left tackle. Um, but, you know, maybe Jenkins is better at guard, and it opens up a spot at tackle. And if that's the case, then, you know, whether it's uh, Paris or, you know, uh, you know, Darnell Wright, I mean, pick a guy. I mean, there's going to be plenty of choices right there. It's a nice pick.
3: They will have plenty of choices, Brian, and I wonder if they take the first offensive tackle off the board in your mind, who would that be? Would it be Paris Johnson? Would it be Peter Skronsky? You mentioned Wright. There are a lot of possibilities. Broderick Jones comes to mind. Based on your evaluation, how would you describe the top offensive tackle available?
2: I, I my, my top tackle is Darnell Wright from Tennessee. Uh, he started 42 games for the Volunteers. He's played left tackle, shut out guys like Trayvon Walker last year, the number one pick. eliminated will anderson um you know he's 340 pounds he ran a five flat like he mauls people he got a nasty disposition i don't know like i think i think he maybe in five years from now he's not the best but he's going to be good though wherever you play him and you know to me he's a natural right tackle and if that's the case if the bears were picking you put him at right tackle and you put Keith braxton at left and you know, let everybody battle inside, and I think you got a pretty good group.
1: Yeah, uh, you know that 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 sounds good. What about you know? Here's the thing: <laughs> I'm just saying, we you know, we get into these arguments all the time, yeah. and, and it's you know the Jalen Carter thing. He's not going to be there at nine, in my opinion. I think he'll be gone before then. But if he does fall, there was a rumor that Pittsburgh wanted to move up, and the Bears would trade down. I I personally think that Jalen Carter's going to be real good in the NFL. And I know what the concerns are and we don't, you know, we are not privy to uh, all of their research in terms of sure. character and, and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, injury, whatever it might be. Uh, where do you think he goes and, and how, how interested are you to see where that ends up?
2: Well, I mean, there's two guys, you know, they're going to go high in this draft. That are going to really dictate the draft, and that's Anthony Richardson, at quarterback and Jalen Carter at defensive tackle you know you've said to me, you know just studying him, you know what's the comp? Well, you know last week Jeffrey Simmons in Tennessee got a hundred million dollar contract, and he earned it. he's a great player, he's a great person they they've been a dominant defensive front over the last four years uh, and Jalen Carter to me, is a bigger and more athletic draft Jeff, Jeffrey Simmons, so I mean that's where I stand on him so Could he fall to the Bears at nine? I guess if if there's severe character issues or concerns, he might. But if there isn't, if things are cleared up and people are comfortable with just understanding how important the game of football is, and that's everything to a guy that is that talented. I mean, if he loves the game, then he shouldn't get out of the top five in this draft.
3: What is your philosophy overall, Brian, on drafting a running back in the first round, and what are your expectations to where Bijan Robinson will go?
2: I just, I just wouldn't pick him high. You know, if, if if his comp is Saquon Barkley, I go okay. Saquon's a great guy. He's a great player. He's been hurt two out of four years. Um, you know, and so he was good this year. They got to the playoffs. You know, he didn't make the team great. He was a part of it. I just, the injury rate concerns me at that position. You know, every once in a while, you know, Zeke was healthy for the most part. And um, they got seven really good years out of Zeke. Um, You know, so if you look at these guys, like, man, you can find, I mean, there's some Isaiah, Abanaconda, Pitt, like, there's going to be, these guys, Rashawn Johnson, right in his own backfield of Texas, is going to be a good player. Like, I just feel like, You watch Brees Hall last year, he's on his way to the rookie of the year and tears his ACL. Like, the injury rate is too big of a concern for me. And there's 100% injury rate at every position. But at running back, it's higher than any other position because nobody gets hit like that. Nobody gets hit like running backs. So uh, you saw Khalil Herbert go down last year, you know, while he was having his best season that I ever saw him have, going back to Kansas and Virginia Tech. Like, it's just too too big of a risk for me to take them too high. And it's not downgrading the position. If you can be Emmett Smith and stay healthy for 13 years, great. You know, you you struck gold, but it's just not the case with most of these guys.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left, look to your right. It's official every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: I, you know, we were talking earlier about um, the two things, you know, the old adage is the two things you have in the NFL that you don't have in college is time and money, and you don't know how people are going to respond to those things. Well, maybe you got a better idea now with NIL, how they respond to money. Um, How important or how much, if you were evaluating guys or interviewing guys, how much would you want to know? How much did you get and what did you do to it? You know, what did you do with the money you got? Did you invest it? Did you go out and buy toys? You know, did you blow it on uh, good times? I, I think that is a little reference point for character that was never available
2: before. I think it's a good point. I never thought about it, but I mean, I, you know, I I understand that I I have this on record. I don't know. I haven't verified it, but I have it on pretty good record that Bijan drives a Lamborghini. You you know, I mean, all right. I mean, everybody wants to drive a Lamborghini, especially if you're good looking and you're 21 years old or whatever, like, you know, it's a a nice little status symbol. But to your point, uh, you know, I mean, you want to go out and buy toys, all right. I mean, this, you know, the average career for an NFL running back is about three and a half years. I hope it's, you know, three times that for Bijan. But, yeah, I do think that's probably a pretty good question to ask when you're interviewing these guys to find out just uh, what was available, what you did with it. You know, you kind of love the guy that said, well, I got a big chunk of change, and it's in a it's only money, money market drawing four and a half percent right now. I don't plan on touching it for 30 years, you know.
3: Draft that guy now. You know, that's yeah, the guy that, you want. That's, that's in your, what the in your offensive linemen room. say. Yeah, right? that's <laughs> we,
2: yeah. That's what we do. We don't, we don't, you know, outside of maybe a six pack, we don't really know what else to spend it on.
3: <laughs> Brian, when you look at this draft, Will Anderson is sort of considered the consensus best edge rusher, maybe the best player overall, the cleanest prospect. Who's the second best edge rusher in this draft?
2: Uh, I, I love Will Anderson. I mean, there's not many guys, guys, that, you know, stepped on the campus in Tuscaloosa and started day one. And not just started, but he played every game for 41 straight games. And he never – it never, looks like he never comes off the field. I mean, you can watch him play to play to play. He's number 31's out there. But I would probably say Tyree Wilson right now at a Texas Tech. He still has to do it at a higher level, but there's just not – you're not going to find too many 6'6", six 275-pound six, guys that know how to rush the passer, have – you know, elite quickness and get off. Like he looks like a bona fide prospect. Um, you know, but Bradley Chubb did too. And Bradley Chubb's been, you know, outside of one year, he's been kind of a guy. Um, but they, they don't come along very often. And so I feel like if he got in the right system with the right coach and, you know, you could really look inside him and say that this guy loves football more than anything else, you got a chance to to be a perennial Pro Bowl player. It's Tyree Wilson.
1: When teams start putting together, I mean, right now they're putting together draft boards that probably have the finishing touches on it uh, next week. And, and, you know, probably by Sunday, frankly, I mean, I, I might, they might be done. They've been working on this forever, but teams break it into different tiers and they've got different guys that they want in the top five, the next five. They do that through about the third or fourth round um, if you could take any player in this draft, who's the best player in the draft? And, and do you, if you are going regardless of position, is it different than if you're going with the best quarterback?
2: Well, my favorite player in the draft is Devin Witherspoon. I just haven't seen a corner hit like that and then just smother the receivers like he does. I mean, he's my favorite player in the draft. Huh. Uh, Darnell Wright's not too far away. Um, But it's hard to argue about, you know, just watching Bryce Young play football, just how adroit he is. And I actually think his size works to his advantage, being because he's just so sudden and so quick in the pocket. And, you know, he just keeps every play alive uh, without, you know, really leaving the middle of the ring. Like, he can stand right in there and just carry punches, whoever's coming at him, and make, you know, elite throws. So those three guys at the top, you know, kind of stand out to me at this point.
3: Brian, I love Witherspoon, too. I think he's physical, and you, you, we've seen a lot of him here in Chicago because he played at Illinois. Yeah. What distinguishes him from Christian Gonzalez? Because different style of a cornerback. Both guys could be really good NFL players, but what stands out about Witherspoon that makes him different to you?
2: You know, I want a, a corner that can just read routes. You know, just he, he's just smart. He knows the, the stem – he knows when to – just, he just sits on these guys. And, you know, whether it's a slant, whether it's an out, whether it's a seven cut, like he just looks like he reads these routes better than everybody else. Uh, and then when he hits you, yeah. like, okay, you say, okay, you know, he comes off the corner cat blitz and he, he blows up the running back. You're like, all right, yeah, that's, that's, a, nice, that's a nice play. Like he, he didn't shy away. But that, it happens every game like that. The only question that was about him because he didn't work out at the combine was what his long speed was. You know, if you went up against DJ Moore, and DJ's running a go route and he can run with some of the best, you know, can, can he stay with them? And, and it looks like he can, but you know, he gets his hands on so many footballs from just reading routes. He reminds me of Stefan Gilmore, to be honest with you, except wow. he's even more and Stefan's a great player yeah. and has been, but he's even more physical than Stefan Gilmore is.
1: You know it's interesting I was talking to um, a scout about the difference between him and Gonzalez, and the guy said that with well, the one guy will come up and hit you the one guy you know you don't want to insult him, but he's he's yeah. not gonna do that he's he's gonna shy away from contact more and and I said, well, if you come up and hit guys, are you more likely to get hurt? I mean, are you worried about? you know, size and being able to do that as consistently as he did it in college. And he said that, you know, you, you always examine guys and try to make sure. But if there's no warning sign about that, then you feel
2: like he can hit people. That's, you know, look, it's a great question. And it's a concern because, you know, you, you go and you start hitting these tight ends the way they're built or some of these running backs. Um, and they're just so strong and solid. And you hit him the way that he's been hitting at Illinois. You know, when does the body begin to break down? I remember Rex Ryan telling me about corners and tackling and all that. He goes, look, I want my corners to cover. I got nine other guys who are supposed to make a tackle. Like it wasn't the biggest concern for Rex. Now it's one guy, one voice. But he didn't care if Darrell Revis was blowing guys up. He wanted Darrell Revis to take the number one receiver out of the game plan. And he did that, you know. So those different philosophies. I just know that um, when i put my defense together and you guys know defense as well as any city in this entire, you know, uh, NFL, um, there's just something about guys that buddy Ryan would just, you know, <laughs> you know he, he would, he'd come out of his grave right now, just to give you a good clap to
3: watch that guy hit.
1: <laughs> great stuff, Baldy. Thanks so much. Great catching up
2: with you. Thanks Brian. Yep. My, my pleasure guys. You bet. Have a great week.
1: That was Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls are presented by the Odyssey NFL Draft Show. You can join Brian Baldinger and Jason LaConfora on the first night of the draft for an inside scoop on all the best prospects. It all starts Thursday, April 27th at 6 p.m. on the free Odyssey app.